Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. I'm your host, Lukey, and for today's topic, I thought we'd go into troubleshooting the job hunt process. So for many, the job hunt process is pretty much a big black box, right? You submit some applications and you hope and pray for some interviews and uh, you network with a bunch of people and hopefully you can get some referrals. And um, meanwhile, you're you're stressed and anxious about the whole process. So what happens is if, if it's been a, a while, you've submitted a lot of applications, it's been a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and you haven't heard anything, what can you do? So for me, I recommend first for folks to start tracking uh, their job applications. So you can take a look at some of the other videos we've done in regards to tracking um, uh, your applications. But first of all, thinking about, well, how many have you done, right? So uh, first of all, are you applying to the right jobs where you fit at least 80% of the requirements, right? If it's less than 80% of the requirements, then uh, you're probably not in competitive enough. Um, if it's more, if it's 100%, and if you have uh, even more qualifications, uh, then that's great. Then, then you're probably applying for the right things. And it might be how you are uh, presenting yourself in the resume that's causing the problem. So first of all, we want to take a look at uh, the, the time frame and the quantity, right? So how many applications have you submitted, right? I typically recommend for folks to look at the benchmark of about uh, one interview for every 20 to 40 applications, right? Uh, it used to be about a 5 to 10% ratio uh, in terms of interviews, but now with, with COVID and, and the extra competition out there, it seems like it's more like 20 to 40 applications. So that's more like a, the 25 to 5%. So if you've submitted uh, 40 applications, then you should expect at least one interview. Uh, and if the case, if that's the case where you haven't received an interview, then it's uh, probably a problem with your resume. And keep in mind that it might take employers maybe one or two weeks to sort through all the interviews. So if it's been 40 applications in two weeks, well, your resume definitely needs work. Uh, if it hasn't been two weeks yet, keep on applying and then uh, you, you might want to get a, a second opinion elsewhere. But uh, if, if it's 40 applications and, and two weeks, then you want your resume looked at by a professional. And when I say a professional, it's someone who has actually hired before, uh, a recruiter, a hiring manager, someone who uh, makes it part of their regular job to actually do the hiring. Um, and no, no offense to the uh, career practitioners and folks at career centers and employment agencies, but oftentimes uh, they're just taking a look at very generic um, type of reviews and, and information. So their feedback can definitely be helpful, but might only get you maybe 50%, maybe 70% of the way there. It's a professional, someone who's in the industry, someone who kind of knows the types of roles that you're applying for, that will really help uh, with, with that remaining 50 or 30% to get you uh, all of the way there. Um, so make sure that you have your resume reviewed by a professional so that you can increase the quality of uh, your resume in addition to the quantity. So uh, by doing that, then you should hopefully get uh, more interviews. Uh, and if, if you don't, then it could be that you're applying for roles that aren't suitable, right? Uh, if you're missing a bunch of the qualifications in that you don't have great experience, then you might have to uh, expand it and look for, for different uh, types of roles. So first of all, taking a look at tracking your, your applications and seeing how many. So about one in 40, and you wanna have waited about two weeks. Um, so let's say you're getting interviews, but you're not getting offers. 
So you want to uh, kind of troubleshoot that part. Well, if you're getting interviews but not getting offers, then there's a problem with your interviewing. So if you're not getting to the later stages of interviews, then you want to practice, right? So uh, contrary to, to popular belief, uh, unfortunately, uh, being good at interviewing is not necessarily the same as being good at the job, right? So there are a lot of people who are great at a job but actually suck at interviewing, and a lot of people who are great at interviewing but might not do very well in the job, right? So uh, interviewing is another skill that you have to practice. So go out there, take a look at some of our guidance from an interview perspective on how to improve uh, your, your interviewing and do that. Allocate half an hour, an hour, every single day to practice interview questions and get better. It just has to be 1% better on, on something like, like eye contact, on answering the question, on filler words, whatever it is. Uh, but spend some time improving. And if you're improving every single day, over the weeks, over the months, then uh, you, eventually you, you'll land those roles, right? Um, so it, it could be that if you assess yourself and, and you say, you know what, my interviews are great. I have a eight out of 10 or nine out of 10, I think I'm doing well. Can you have a friend, uh, a recruiter, ideally, uh, a hiring professional, take a look at your uh, performance because what you think is a nine out of 10 and eight out of 10 might be their five out of 10, right? And the more um, professional from a recruiting perspective you can get someone to review, the better. Oftentimes just a friend, uh, some, someone who uh, has potentially worked with you, maybe a colleague, uh, that is willing to give some honest feedback. Um, sometimes their their opinions and, and their feedback is good enough. But oftentimes you want someone who is a, a, a hiring professional or was a hiring professional, give their feedback uh, because that'll get you the, the next uh, wave the way there. So uh, taking a look at your interviews. If, if you've done interviews, then you should probably expect that one in every five interviews you get an offer, right? So it's competitive out there. So you can't expect an offer for every single interview out there. But if you've had five interviews and they're kind of late stage interviews and you haven't uh, got an offer, well then uh, you, you need a lot more practice in terms of conveying your value for those specific roles, right? Um, so we took a look at resumes, we took a look at interviews, and then you, what you want to do is take a look at networking. So how have you been doing on the uh, networking and building meaningful connections front? How many people are you connecting with every day? How many new people, people of interest are you connecting with? How many people are you reconnecting with? People that you haven't spoken to in four months, six months, or however long. Uh, people that you used to know uh, back in, in your, your school days or in a former job or volunteering or whatever it is. Reconnect with them because oftentimes those networking connections, those meaningful connections can be uh, a greater help and greater probability of landing something than uh, resumes or interviews. Um, so ramping that up and, and that can help troubleshoot your process where you're trying to increase the quantity of uh, networking and then what you'll want to do is increase the quality. How have you looked to add value to the people that you connected with? So the last couple of people you connected with on, on LinkedIn, at a networking event or what have you, uh, how have you looked to add value to them? And uh, you can take a look at some of our videos on adding value, but uh, at the very least, it's your experience, right? Have you done something that you can help them with uh, because you've done it before? Uh, connections, right? Do you know someone that could potentially help them? Some resources, right? So do you have a, a book, or an article, or a post, or an app, or something that you could share with them? And at the very least, your time. Like, go and research, go figure it out, create a, a value project for them, and show them and, and demonstrate to them that you can actually uh, do the work.
So spending some time and uh, building up your network, building meaningful connections, increasing the quantity, and then as well, increasing the quality by tr looking to add value to people. Uh, one uh, tactic or strategy that I, that I often recommend folks to do is uh, do a value brainstorm. And uh, value brainstorm is in two ways. Is one is thinking about something that has helped you over the course of the week. So it could have been a resource, um, could have been something that you found or, or something that someone shared with you. And think of uh, three people that you feel that that could benefit, right? And send it to them and just say, hey, was thinking about you and thought this would help you, right? So uh, find something that you've had and, and uh, try to provide value to them. Uh, and another way to do it is to think of three people uh, that are important to you and think of one way that you can add value to them. So again, one of those four ways, uh, either your experience, your uh, connections, your resources, or your time, um, doing something to add value and allocating some time throughout your day in order to do whatever it is that's there. And if you can ramp up some of the activities that are happening on uh, the, the networking front, uh, then essentially that can increase uh, your, your job success as well. One thing that you may want to do is uh, increase the um, ask rate for informational interviews, for coffee chats, for Zoom chats, uh, whatever it may be, and really uh, looking to build a meaningful connection with that person, getting to know them past kind of the instant messages or the emails or what have you, and more into really getting to know them, uh, their challenges, so that you can look to add value and, and, and do that. So if you look to convert all of the connections that you've had uh, also into an informational interview or a coffee chat or whatever, then uh, that, that'll also increase your likelihood of uh, a job. Um, and, and the last thing, last aspect of the job hunt is uh, your experience. So what are you doing to improve yourself in the moment? Have you signed up for any courses where you're trying to learn more in your industry or, or area? Uh, have you um, started a personal project, right? Uh, showing, showcasing and building your portfolio on whatever it is that uh, you're, you're good at doing. Um, are you volunteering? Are you reaching out to other people and connecting with folks um, and, and showing them, well, this is the type of work that you can expect of me. Uh, ideally, not just uh, volunteering for the sake of volunteering, but volunteering with the purpose of showcasing uh, your skills, right? So if you're, let's say, a supply chain professional, instead of going to a, the food bank and stacking cans, uh, go to the food bank and say, hey, you know what, if you did this and, and move these things around, you could actually uh, increase the efficiency and, and optimize uh, the, the supply chain and the receiving process so that instead of taking you um, a whole four hours to do things, it'll only take you about 45 minutes to do it. Right? So using whatever skills you have to help the, the organization. If you are a marketer, helping them with their website and their social media pages instead of just um, going and, and soliciting for, for donations or whatever they, they've asked you to do. So what sort of experiences uh, are you having and, and how can you showcase um, your, your talents to, to people uh, either through like the, the attitude and the work ethic or the actual uh, deliverables and, and maybe put them into your portfolio as well. So that's the basics of uh, troubleshooting your job search where what you want to do is start at by tracking them. Right? You want to make sure that you know how many uh, applications uh, you're doing every day, every week. How many interviews are you practicing? What's your co comfort level with interviews as well? And uh, networking, how many people are you connecting with? How many people are you reconnecting with? And how much time are you spending on um, experience? And then seeing where you drop out in the process, right? So obviously, if you're not getting enough interviews, again, that uh, one in 40 um, statistic co comes to mind. 
Now, if you're getting more interviews uh, than, than that, then your resume is probably good. And it's just a matter of ramping up some, some of the quality, um, sorry, some of the quantity and doing a little bit more. Um, and then from an interview perspective, if you're falling out in that process, practice, right? Practice more and more, use a smartphone, uh, have a, a mock interview with a friend or a colleague, uh, see if you can uh, build your confidence and, and, and get better at answering interview questions. And then networking, right? Um, so increasing the, the people of interest you're connecting with that, that are new, increasing the people that you are reconnecting with uh, that you haven't connected with in, in the past four to six months, and then uh, reflecting on those relationships and the, the value that you're providing for them and seeing if you can add more uh, to do that. So that's it for t this episode. And hopefully we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.